Welcome to the DILF podcast, as in dad, I'd like to friend. I'm your host, Kevin Selden. If this is your first time joining us, do not forget to subscribe, as well as follow us on Instagram at DILF podcast. In today's episode, I'm excited to welcome the editor-in-chief of one of the top social channels for fathers, The Dad. With almost 2 million followers, it's basically the internet hub for dad memes. Together, we discuss everything from the surprising depth of dad memes to strategies for flipping the script on the home front during these chaotic times. Joel, welcome to the DILF podcast and the second in our Dads of Instagram series. How's it going? It is going. Thanks for thanks for having me, Kevin. We just had a pre-interview and I just was talking about how Joel seems to have this kind of permanent smile as we were talking about all these kind of serious and non-serious topics. And I feel like it, it fits perfectly with the brand that you've created. Tell us a little about the dad. Oh, sure, sure. So yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. When I was a kid, people used to tell me that I was smiling all the time. And as I grew into like a disgruntled adult, I felt like I maybe lost that. So when you said that, I'm immediately like, yes, I still got it. <laughs> still <there. laughs> That's good. Now, yeah, the dad, the dad is a uh, media brand uh, for dads and, and for uh, advocates uh, and other people who uh, appreciate uh, dads and fathers. So um, yeah, we're, we're primarily an entertainment brand. We have a large social media presence. The dad is all about celebrating modern fatherhood, uh, which I know you appreciate as well. Most definitely. You know, I, I confess this to you on our pre-call, but truth be told, I've always kind of dismissed dad memes and dad jokes. And I guess it was that part of me that just took parenthood so seriously and took the responsibilities of fatherhood so seriously that I, I feel like I've spent much of my life trying to get all the men around me to be more vulnerable and to drop their guard. And for some stupid reason, I saw dad memes as kind of the enemy of that, like a way yeah. to stay surface. And in doing a deep dive and prep for this interview, I was shocked at how ignorant I was in that, uh, I, I think I put this twinge of negativity on dad memes and just assumed they were always about my wife is a pain in the tush or, you know, my kids are so annoying. And your dad memes are not really negative. They just create this beautiful sense of camaraderie that I felt very much what I talk about on this podcast all the time is about the building of a support network. And it made me feel not so alone. And I think that's a beautiful thing that I, I embarrassingly was oblivious to. Fantastic. I'm, we're, I'm happy that we've converted you and we, we welcome you wholeheartedly into the meme community. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it well, and that means that we're doing our job. I, I talk about this all of the time, but our primary goal on the dad, our mission is to entertain, um, to entertain because parents are just so tired. <laughs> it's, it's so very difficult that we just kind of want to take a break every once in a while and have a laugh and, and relate to, uh, to comedy and entertainment and stuff that gets us. Uh, but our secondary goal is to build a sense of community. And it's exactly what you're talking about, that camaraderie, like feeling like you're a part of something. And finally, somebody gets it, like that sort of feeling. And to do that, it's not, not just comedy. Comedy can do that too, but it's not just comedy. It's also like emotion and sentimentality and 
um, you know, good news stories about dads doing great things. Um, so we will, we do a lot of silly memes, um, a lot of comedy, and then we punctuate that, you know, with celebrations of, of great dads or, or moving, inspiring stories that give you that sense of community. And the fact that we punctuate it with that makes the, makes the comedy work better. And, and the comedy also makes the sentimentality work better. I love it. Kind of the, the basis and rules around comedy. As a comedy writer in, in a formal life, they say comedy comes through kind of tragedy. And I feel like there's so much, uh, there's so many difficult times in fatherhood that if we take a moment to take it less seriously, which I'm very bad at. And the podcast is one of the only things that has helped me to get a little lighter and, and take some of it with a grain of salt. But I feel like it, if we step back, there, there's so much comedy in all of it. And I think you're doing a brilliant job at kind of showcasing that to a lot of us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And the other thing I would say too is, is memes, it's, it's a form of communication. It's a, it's a, a delivery mechanism. It's a, a medium, you know, it doesn't have to be one thing or the other. Uh, they, they can be silly. They can be straight up comedy. They could be, they can be offensive. We don't do that, but they can also be encouraging. Our, our deputy editor came up with this term, encourage meme. Um, and it, so some of our memes are, are straight up not comedy. They're more uh, meant to be encouraging, you know, and that's, that's, that's still a meme. It's still short form content and it just serves a different purpose. I love that. It's just a pleasure sometimes to see other dads parent and see how similar we all are at, at our base, no yeah. matter what kind of mass we put on for the world. That's right. You are not alone. You are not alone. Uh, we, we all go through this stuff. Yeah, that's great. And that, that's a lot of what we, we do at The Dad, too, is we want to uh, show a little bit of a an unfiltered side and say, um, you know, everything isn't always, you know, rainbows. Things are, are, often, are often difficult. Um, and we can talk about that in a very real way, um, in a relatable way that makes, um, makes you feel like you're not alone. And out of curiosity, because this is something that we discuss in, in our last Dads of Instagram episode, I feel like many times when your work and your kind of craft is centered around family, and there's times when you're in a fight with your wife, and then my wife has to come on and, and do a co-parenting episode with me, or <laughs> your kid is just being a, a dick that day, which happens. You know, my, my son is a joy, but sometimes he's in a mood. And then I have to go on and talk about how much I love my son. And luckily for the podcast, I'm able to be vulnerably honest and, and kind of address the truth. But when you're dealing with comedy, that can be a little more difficult. And I'm curious how you uh, deal with that. Yeah, I mean, you, we never want to be mean-spirited um, about anything. Um, but yeah, some some days are are difficult. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's part of the comedy too, I think, right? Like uh, you can take certain situations and exaggerate them for comedic effect and make them funny. But we never, to your point earlier, we never want to be complaining um, about, you know, your kids or, or your spouse um, or any of that. It's almost like it's better if you take a more uh, silly approach to these things. And let's let's get into your relationship with your spouse. My wife is also named Laura. Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah. 
I saw a post that you did and you wrote, uh, when Laura and I got married, we knew it was going to be on a Friday because Fridays are cheaper and we were poor. We had a choice of the 13th or the 20th of July and we immediately picked Friday the 13th because I thought it was cool. Plus we didn't need luck and even the worst luck in the world couldn't hold us back. Happy 13th to my favorite human. I feel like so many times I get very irritated when people talk to their spouse on social media because there's that. And I, and by the way, this conversation is making me realize there's more negativity in me than I ever realized because <laughs> I, I disliked dad memes and I, and I dislike when people talk to their spouse because I'm like, just go talk to your spouse. Don't write a message to them. But this message really touched me because I love the concept of um, even the worst luck in the world couldn't hold us back. And I feel like with so much negativity in the world right now, I thought that was a really beautiful sentiment of partnership. And I was wondering if you could just discuss your co-parenting relationship a little. Oh, sure. Yeah. And first, first of all, I don't, I don't blame you for the hating on the, the spouse talk messages and stuff that seem kind of saccharine or insincere. I'm with you on that. <laughs> and, and I think if you dig farther down on my, my feet, a lot of the stuff that I, I say or post on there um, to, to my wife or, or even about my kids is, is, is very authentic and maybe the opposite of corny. And usually it's meant to be entertaining and funny and stuff, but it's like documenting like real life, like what's happening. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so when, <laughs> when you read that, I'm like, Oh man, that was very, very sentimental, but it's not always like that. On my <laughs> but no, I believe all of that. My wife is, she's the best. She's fantastic. And we are like such a great team. Um, when it comes to parenting and, and, and even, and even marriage, um, we share the responsibilities, uh, that go with parenting. And, and like I told you before, like, I don't really see any other way. Um, it's just, it's just the way it is. I, I think that we should normalize, uh, the breaking down of gender stereotypes and gender roles. It's not a huge deal um, that I do most of the cooking. It's just like I'm here during the day and it's more convenient and practical. And, you know, that's just what we do because it works best for our family. So we don't like shouldn't make a big deal out of that. It's just the way that it goes. Yeah. You know, so And it's like that across the board for all the different responsibilities that we have in, in our house. And we step up uh, whenever is needed and, and do what needs to be done. I think that that is a, such a true sentiment. And the funny thing is every parent that I speak to feels the same way that the concept of gender roles have just gone out the window, but yet societally and uh, culturally, it's taking so much time for everyone to catch up. It's <laughs> individually, we all know that they're just kind of BS, but I'm so intrigued at how media still portrays these crazy gender roles and how older generations just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel you there. I'm happy to be part of the the portrayal of normalizing the destruction of these gender roles as part of the dad and our content and stuff, you know? So anytime we, we can do that and, you know, not make a big deal out of it, but just like kind of address it like, Hey, dads do these things too. Like, that's great. Um, so happy to do that. The other thing I'd be remiss in saying is, um, props and shout out to single parents. And, you know, I mean, I, we talk about I talk about the teamwork that goes with with my wife and I and our our uh, parenting team. Man, 
I, I just major props to, to single parents and, and how difficult that is and, and things, you know. I could not agree more. I've been actually um, looking to get a, a single dad on the show. I feel like there, you said in our pre-interview that sometimes your relationship with your wife with regards to responsibilities is 70-30 and sometimes it's 30-70. And I think that it couldn't be more true for me and for, I think, most healthy co-parenting relationships. There's ebbs and flows. I can't imagine what it's like to never get that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of workload, in terms of, of, of just bandwidth and, and stepping up to do tasks, but also in terms of, you know, like even, even mental health, as I described to you, I texted my wife earlier, like, I'm having a tough day, like not feeling too good, like all that stuff. And she immediately responds like, Oh no, what, what can I do to help you? You know, I think that's and, beautiful. And I would do the same for her. And it's just that, that, uh, taking turns, uh, being in a bad mood, <laughs> that, that concept of, uh, Hey, I, I'm having a tough day today. And it's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. You know, like that, that's what, uh, good relationships all about. It's funny. We, my wife and I just realized how insanely codependent we actually are. It's probably my fault. My parents are extremely codependent. They've been together since they were like 14, but I, uh, I feel like whenever I'm in a bad mood, my wife immediately goes there. It brings out, you know, and I'm like, no, you're supposed to lift me up. I feel like I don't want the camaraderie in my bad mood. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I, and to your wife's defense and, and anybody else's, I think that's the default reaction, right? Like that's the default state. Like, oh, somebody's in a bad mood. Like, uh, this, this is a, this is about me and I'm upset, you know, and it does, it, does, it can bring you down for sure. It's just like, being conscious of that and trying to purposely get yourself out of that default state, you know, it's tough. I feel like uh, this is a topic that has been discussed to death because of quarantine, but I feel like you might have a unique perspective on it. I want to talk about balance and, and you're running a, a very successful brand with the dad and you also simultaneously are a father who's, are you always working from home remotely because it's the dad based in New York, right? Great question. We can jump into that real quick, though. Yeah, I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, the dad is part of Some Spider Studios, and that's is headquartered in New York City. Um, I'd also I also want to say shout out to the dad team. The dad team is is located all over the place. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of people involved with making this all this great content happen, um, and they're the best in the biz. Um, but yeah, I'm here in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I get to work remote um, before. Uh, this pandemic, I was traveling to New York City quite often, but for the most part, I'm, I'm here in my my home office. And how is balancing everything from work, you know, while you're you're working right now and your home, which I think you're probably a little more used to than many, but simultaneously finding time for any kind of romantic relationship with your wife. We've talked about that a lot on the podcast, kind of rediscovering that that side of partnership during quarantine is a tricky thing. And even alone time and self-care, it's so much to balance right now. How are you doing with it? Um, struggling. <laughs> I, that's, that's pretty true. I, it's, it's all dad stuff all the time. My work and my, and my non-work life are, are one and the same um, a lot of times. Um, but yeah, definitely being conscious of that and doing, doing what I can to, uh, make sure to stay, stay healthy and get exercise, but also, you know, spend, spend time with the, the family and yeah, one-on-one -on -one time with the wife. And 
all that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like for example, Monday, it was a real tough day. Um, and I just told Laura, like, Oh my God, I'm about to snap. I got to get out of here. Right. <laughs> I know so many people relate to that during these times. So we, we got in the car and we took a little, um, mini road trip <clears throat> to, uh, show my kids the house, uh, that I grew up in, you know, and took them for a trip through, through my, my neighborhood where I lived when, you know, when I was little and showed them that. And, we blasted the Hamilton soundtrack, the whole car ride, and they had a great time. <laughs> it's like, that's making the most of it, right? Like, we probably wouldn't have done that otherwise. So it was kind of kind of nice. So we try to do things like that. There's a lot of beautiful, spontaneous moments that, that have come up for a lot of people during this kind of lockdown and realizing yeah. that the freedoms that we have, like road trips, you know? Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I just realized that uh, my wife has never been camping in a tent she's never she's never gone camping in a tent so um next week i'm gonna take a couple of days off and we're gonna go um you know set up a tent in the woods and um see if we can make it through the night (laughs) without her bailing on it (laughs) we'll see how it goes it it just goes to show um how our different upbringings can come together to create kind of a beautiful environment for our kids yeah yeah and then they'll get the they'll they'll get the blend of that and you you'll create your own your own traditions and your own uh things that they'll look back on that's right that's the thing about too about the pandemic is this is such a a flashpoint um you know in history uh but also just you know emotionally and everything so this moment is one that kids that are are my kids age will remember when they're older you know, they'll look back on this time and they'll distinctly remember these things. And I'm just like so conscious of that because I wanted to try my best to make it a positive thing for them. You know, so when they look back on this time, it's not ultra scary, which which it can be, um, or anxiety prone, but more, um, you know, I got to spend a ton of time with my dad and my mom and it was a great time. And I want them to remember that. I love that. You know, you told me something in the pre-interview that just backs up the great relationship you have with your wife. After you had your kids, you were in a more corporate job and you decided that you wanted to do something more creative. And you and your wife kind of came up with a plan to take a leap. And I'm curious to talk about that for people out there who feel a little trapped professionally, but also feel like they have kids and responsibilities on their back. How did you uh, maneuver that? Yeah. So I worked in, I worked for over 10 years in information technology and data science. Um, I was actually uh, creating, managing data science programs for jet engine engineering. So the, maybe the most opposite of uh, creating uh, internet comedy as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, towards the end, I I wasn't happy, uh, and I wanted to sort of make an escape, make a 180-degree career change. So I sat down with with Lauren and said, I I can't do this anymore. we gotta I got to do something. Uh, We had kids at the time, so I couldn't exactly just quit um, and go try something else out. So we we together worked through and made uh, basically a five-year plan of, of what I needed to do to make something happen and to make this change um, started on it immediately. And I think it was probably about three years later uh, we, we launched the dad. That is such a cool story and such a cool success story to hear. 
yeah, I, I, I think about it and I'm just, I still can't believe that it worked out this way. It's just so surreal. And I just feel so grateful uh, every day that I was just in the right spot at the right time. And, and we were able to make this happen. Now with running a dad brand and being a full-time dad, like most of us are. Um, and I think of full-time dad, meaning I don't care if you work full-time or if you're a stay-at-home dad, you're, you're a, an actively involved dad. So you're a full-time dad. <laughs> it's always and, on your mind. Always. Exactly. And I'm curious to know if there are any routines or um, self-care uh, rituals that you have for yourself. You know, for instance, I, I turn off my phone every weekend and people are shocked and a lot of my friends are irritated. I actually put in a landline in case people need to, to reach us because I just felt like I needed to be off the clock and to not have text and email and, and messenger and, and all those different things popping up and all the apps. And, and it's been a saving grace for me. And that is a big part of my self-care reboot routine on the weekends. And I'm curious to know if there's anything you do to kind of turn off the dad side and have just a, a Joel moment. Amazing. I need to do, I need to do more of that. I like that weekend routine. I don't do that. <laughs> I need to though. Uh, we, at the dad, we post content um, literally every hour, 24 seven, pretty much. So it's, I, I don't get to turn off too much, but um, that takes its toll for sure. Um, I, I, I run. Um, it's like the only thing that I can do to kind of clear my mind. I'm not, I'm not a great runner, but um, I run two <laughs> or three miles at a time and, and I never want to do it. And I always hate it during, but then after I always feel so much better. <laughs> so that's, that is that's how a, I feel with every workout. <laughs> that's right. That's relatable. That's relatable content. Um, yeah. So I, I do that. Um, and then, and then lately sort of my, my escape and, and, my uh, thing I can do to hang out, hang out with friends is gaming. I do a lot of, a lot of gaming these days. Um, but even that, that too is also part of, of what we do at the dad. And so that's a new gaming network that you've created for dads. Yeah. It's, it's been around for about a year actually, which is hard to believe, but um, we have a, we have a Facebook group with about 25,000 uh, people in it called the dad gaming. Um, and we host and run uh, events and tournaments every week and, and up to, to nine games, different video games. Um, and, and people from all over the world, you know, get together and, and can play play video games together. It's a, a little bit like uh, the 90s when you might get together with your, with your buddies and play GoldenEye or whatever. Um, it's like that, except uh, with uh, people all around the world. Uh, kind of a, a little brain break. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's very much like that. It's like a, it's like a brain break. I mean, when when I talk about our goal being to build a sense of community um, for the dad, um, you, you can imagine what that would look like if if people were interacting with each other in person. <laughs> we might, you know, we might have like an intramural uh, kickball league or something, and we'd get people together and hang out, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's great!" It's, you know, it's like a like they're part of a club. Um. But, but um, you know, running a private Fortnite lobby full of uh, dad gamers um, is, is pretty close. And it's great. <laughs> I feel like during non-quarantine, 
I found that even when I went to classes with my kid, they were filled with moms who were not always the most welcoming. And uh, we've discussed in the past on the podcast that fathers often feel unwanted and treated suspiciously in public parenting spaces. And I feel like it's just something where the the cultural and societally, uh, the world is not caught up a little with the mm-hmm. fact that we're actively involved dads just as much as anyone else. And there's so much support that's starting to come about for dads online. And especially during quarantine, more uh, more and more opportunities are popping up. But it seems like there's still not a lot of in-person spaces like there are yeah. for moms. Yeah, that, that may be true. I know that there, there are um, city dad groups in, in various uh, cities that I, I've, I've seen um, – I'm part of a Cincinnati one. I don't know that I've ever actually been able to get together with them in person because of everything going on. That's an example. Yeah. Um, but I also think it too, as much as we can, we can not just say, uh, oh, there's dad groups and there's mom groups, but as much as we can get to the point where it's like, oh, we're, we're all parents too. And we can, you know, um, <laughs> interact with each other, you know, as, as parents within, within a neighborhood or within a community rather than, you know, limiting it to just moms or just dads or whatever. That's good too. I love that. I feel like if dads can lead the way to making it about parents and not about one sex or another. That's right. My first dad friend I ever made was uh, a dad who joined a mom group. And it was during my extended paternity leave. And he said, any advice? And my wife said, yes, meet my husband. And it was a, it was like a blind date. And I was actually very nervous. And it turns out he, he's a good friend of mine now. And he was very nervous going into it. And I remember meeting for lunch with our kids and just kind of the first date kind of awkwardness of, I don't really know you, but let's talk and become <laughs> friends. Yeah. Come here often. Kind of vibe. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, man, this is a, this is a dad I'd like to friend. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> so uh, I, I would love to discuss the concept of, um, of paternity leave. And I know that you took a small paternity leave with each of your kids, but I'm just curious to know with the dads that you've engaged with, or even the, the dad policy on paternity leave, how, how you feel paternity leave impacts uh, our role as dads. Yeah. I love the, the, the movement towards, um, you know, granting additional paternity leave or paternity leave at all. Um, that, yeah. that's happening these days. I wish more progress was being made. It's very important. GE, um, that's where I worked for, for 10 years in, in IT. It was, was, was very good about paternity leave. I think, uh, for my firstborn, I had four weeks of paternity leave, uh, which is not bad compared to, compared to many. And then, uh, for my son, I think I had around six weeks. Uh, it was very important. It was very important for me, of course, um, just being able to, you know, have that, the bonding and, and all of that, but just important on a family level, important for my wife as well. I mean, it, you just can't imagine how much uh, work and, you know, just emotional stress goes into uh, having a newborn in the house, yeah. especially for the first time. So mm-hmm. just being able to be there. Um, is just is, is really critical for everyone. I could not agree more. And I think it's such an important bonding time for dads to kind of step up and uh, 
and and get involved and feel like they're a part of the solution and not just a secondary helper, you know, taking yeah. orders. And I yeah. feel like that's where moms and dads can work together to create that brilliant relationship. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think the way that we strategy, I think I took straight up two two weeks full time off, and then I think I spaced out the other two weeks, um, you know, so that it it would last a little longer, but you know, have a little bit uh, extra um, coverage in there, you know. I uh, talking to you now for a little bit. I I we we've noticed many similarities between our situations as parents and and as men. And I'm just curious to to discuss the concept of uh, masculinity and vulnerability. I feel uh, many of us as men have have a kinship and a vulnerability that we don't always show to the the outside world. And I feel like through, as we both know through comedy, a lot of comedy has to come from being vulnerable. You're not going to get the laugh. You have to kind of (laughs) dig in deep. And, And I feel like what you're doing through the dad is actually a brilliant yet very subtle way of bringing about vulnerability in, um, in various men by, by getting people in touch with their feelings and realizing that they're not alone. And I'm wondering if you could kind of discuss your, your thoughts on men being vulnerable in front of their kids and letting their guards down and masculinity in general. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen or heard of the documentary, uh, speed cubers? No, but it's, I will look it up. What is it? It's about it's a so what the documentary is about is it about uh, the the competitive world of solving Rubik's cubes very quickly, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's exactly what I thought. Like, oh, this is going to be a funny documentary, and it's just such an emotional uh, ride of these two kids. One grew up and was like the the champion of, of speed cubing, and then another younger one who who idolized him and and grew up to want to be just like them and then they compete and it's just it's very emotional and not gonna lie I had tears in my eyes watching this documentary you know with my family and that's normal right like everybody should should feel normal about tearing up during emotional movies right definitely so for for what we do with the dad just like bringing down gender stereotypes is the normalization of feeling regular human emotion regardless of you know, gender, right? So Wednesdays are my meme day. So today's Wednesday. So I made memes this morning and um, I made a meme about, about that movie, about speed cubing and like, you know, watching it like, oh no, a documentary about Rubik's cubes is going to be hilarious. And then like 40 minutes later, like tearing up <laughs> for anybody who's seen it, they'll know what I mean. Um, but it, it's, it's that type of normalization where it's like, of course, dads and, and, and men feel this this emotion like obviously you know that's that's normal so that that's kind of what we try to do it's it's so interesting because we all are feeling it we all have our vulnerable side but yet there's something in society that doesn't allow us the room to show it and it's almost like it's not it's not a natural thing you have to make the choice to do it as a man and I, it's so important and especially so important if you're raising boys but I feel like it's it's so nice the more we have people in public positions kind of standing up and 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 showcasing their vulnerable side. Yeah, exactly. And as much as we can we can do that, it's good. And and it's just uh, the range of emotion is just fantastic. I mean, we we post a lot of content on the dad that's that's moving or inspirational, and it's just 
you see it in the comments. Oh, somebody's cutting cutting onions again, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's kind of just like the default reaction to that. But, uh, you know, people are really uh, moved and, you know, happy crying or, you know, sad crying, but putting things in perspective. And, and that's important. And, and we're not posting saying, hey, it's okay for men to cry, like, like anything like direct like that. But, you know, that's what it is. That's what we're, that's actually, you know, what we're saying uh, when these things happen. And it's actually much better by not addressing it directly. Uh, it's kind of an underhanded way of, of getting even more vulnerable in a beautiful sense. Yeah, and it's it's not like meant to be deceptive by any means. It's just like, hey, we like this content and, and we think that you will like it too. And, and, and having emotional reactions to these things is, is, is not only normal, it's to be uh, you know, celebrated and it's just part of what we do. And oh yeah, cool. Yeah, one thing you I think you posted recently was um was a a repost of something from Scary Mommy and it was that that quote about uh sometimes my wife and I sit on our porch discussing what it'll be like when the kids are finally out of our home and we realize that it'll probably be us sitting on the porch discussing how much we miss what it's like when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin, I got to tell you, um, I know that you do universal dad truths at the end of, of each episode. That was going to be my, my dad truth. That I, was gonna ah, balls. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it. I didn't mean to. No, it's great. In, in true, in true dad fashion, I'm going to, I'm going to not only be on time, I'm going to be a, a little bit early and, and share my dad truth. It's like being three hours early at the airport. I'm <laughs> That's it. I mean, that's, that's so great. I, I love that so much. When I saw that, um, I shared it within, uh, the company Slack. Like, this is just so great. Um, it, it, I mean, it gets you, it, it, it can be a little bit sad actually, but it helps put things in perspective and, and remind you to live in the moment and remind you like what this is all about. You know, it's not about wishing away the time it's about, you know, living in it. So that is, that's, that's perfect. I couldn't agree more. I just, I think that what we need now more than ever is more flipping the script and living in the moment. Cause so much of it gotten, yeah. we've all gotten so used to complaining about how annoying all of this is instead of realizing all of the wonderful things that can come out of it with, with bonding and appreciating what we have. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And, um, that's right. And I like to look at social media in that way too. I know, um, on the dads of Instagram chat, you guys talked about, you know, not taking photos or making sure you like live in the moment. I, I agree with that. But I also, sometimes I wonder on my personal Instagram, why am I posting this stuff? Like, what is this all for? But then you get hit with the the memories, like, you know, five years ago on this day kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh yes, that's why. <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> It's the memories. It's a, uh, it's a scrapbook. It's uh it's, it's uh, modern home videos. And it's just like, Oh yeah, that's it. It reminds you of, of, of what the moment was. And, and the memories are, are very important as well. I love that. I, I feel like there's been so many times during quarantine when I, I, I only created this podcast at the beginning of the year. And although it's, it's gotten some great attention, there are days when I say, I have so much other work that I'm doing. Why am I doing this right now? I should just be with my kid. And I actually find that the time away doing this podcast and talking with people like yourself actually helps to give me a, an appreciation and refresh me so that when I go back to my kid, I can, I can flip the script and I can, mm -hmm. I can enjoy the moment more. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's parenting supplements. It's uh, parenting performance enhancing moments that help you <laughs> help you help you enjoy it a little bit more. That's right. That's that's good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. This was great, and hopefully, this could be an ongoing dialogue. Oh yeah, sure. Keep in touch. Love what you're doing. Uh, anything we can do to uh, celebrate modern, involved dads and 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 all of the the struggle and the uh, good things that come with that, the better. Until next time.